Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Inside the Closet with a very tired Matteo Lane and a very tired Emma Wilman. I'm actually not that tired. I'm tired, so I'm projecting. Okay. I've been traveling so much yes. that I'm like... Like yesterday, I thought I had the new coronavirus strain. Apparently, oh, no. I just needed to get sleep. Yeah, totally. Of like course. I woke up today, I was like, okay, I forced myself to go to bed at eleven thirty, which is Great. very early Great. for a comedian. And I woke up at eight. Great. So what is that? Eleven thirty, twelve thirty, one thirty, two thirty, three thirty, four thirty, five thirty, six thirty, seven thirty. So I almost got like almost not yeah nine That's hours great. of sleep. That's great. Are you good with math? No, but I just know because it's <laughs> because 12 to 8 would be 8 and then 11 is one more. So, no. I mean, that's about where I tap out on the math. I would never I would never know any of that. Yeah, really. No, no I'm not ma- math math and I I mean, I'm are not friends. I don't make you feel bad, but I'm really bad at math. But just because 12 to 8 is 8. Okay, shout out to everybody that's like, oh my God, right now. This is, please don't, please help us. Please help us. No, we we're said, good at other things. Yeah, but 12 to 8 is 8. So then 1 is, but it, re- regardless, regardless, regardless. Um, so we have a, we've got a lot to catch up on. It's a holiday. It's the holiday season for better or worse. Mateo's been traveling a lot. I've been traveling a medium lot, but I was not no flights for the past two weeks because I took a train when I went to Boston. And I feel like flights are what fucking zap you. I did take one hoop banger of a travel day, though. In one day, two weeks ago, I took went to Newark, took a flight to Denver, took a one-hour bus ride, then a one-hour car ride, got in, threw my stuff down in a comedy condo, went and did two shows, was there the next day and then came back. It was in a place called Fort Collins, Colorado. And oh it was my god! I hope the paycheck hike. was good. It was. Th- this is what it was. Why it was worth it. The club was awesome. It's called the Comedy Fort. It's run by someone who used to do comedy, but it's always a- the best. When always someone the who's best. Done comedy yeah. is doing is running a club. Totally. Totally. And they videotape everything, which is cool. Oh, that's great. Well, yeah. that's you. That's like your thing. That makes it worth it too, because I was like. I was like, am I going to still try to set up on my camera? And then I didn't. And um, some people in the audience were just giving me content. I actually want to reach out to people in New York City. They have to be in New York City. Yes. I'm looking for like a videographer. Me too. Who can come follow me and do really simple like film my 15-minute set. We discuss what a a clip for a reel would look like. Yep. Because I need someone to help me edit with that. I mean, I can edit it, but I just don't know how to edit it with that long, whatever. I'm looking for someone to come. I might have my friend Mike who's going to do it soon if that works out, whatever. But it's finding a video. If you're someone who's listening to this and you're like, man, I'm looking for a career change or I wonder what, videographers are extremely in demand. Yeah, but I also, I'm not going to. Someone someone was like, well, I charge 800 for a day rate. I was like, I'm asking you to film 15 minutes. Like, so that would, that's like a profession. That would be a lot. That would be insane. I'm like, yeah. I make forty dollars for this right. spot and zero for Instagram. Right. I'm gonna pay you eight hundred. So that's probably I mean, someone. He, I don't who, think he quite understood what I was looking for. Yeah, that's the most. I I mean, because you, the thing that I found that's like so tough is they're so in demand. Anybody I've even hired to make videos for me, it's like getting it back is like impossible because they're mm. so slim so like the mm. four video guys i normally use they're all like i do, like i have to keep touching base and keep touching base so if you're looking for because that's the new thing now it's like it's like performer person even if you're not a performer it's like 
you see freaking like dermatologists, fitness people, everybody. It's like having constant streams of video. So it's taking the video, editing the video, putting it up in the different mediums is like the biggest um, partnership. Yeah, because I can edit my own. Whatever. This is like so inside inside baseball. But that's what I'm looking for. My sister's going through it now, too, because she's a fitness. She's an instructor. So she's like. She puts her stuff up on, she makes all these Instagram videos and like, it's like ev- so many things now. It's like you plus social media plus how the fuck do you have, make all this stuff on social media? Like it's an actual, it's a, getting that stuff out there is, it's a j- whole other job that you, if you can, or if someone, get, or if you're, someone's looking for an internship, but they know how to do it, you know, both Mateo and I are looking. Um. So one of the things, so this is sort of our catch up. Cause I feel yes. like at this point we're so running around that I'm like. Well, I see Emma when I see Yeah, Emma. I want to hear so, about all your tra- the travel stuff that, that you've been doing and how you're staying healthy. I'm not. You aren't. I mean, I don't drink, but I'm not <laughs> like sleep. Sleep is like my biggest thing, which you and I right. have talked about. Yes. And so I'm not, I, I'm, look, I'm super happy because I'm hanging out with comedians I fucking love. Yes. I'm opening for, I'm doing my own, you know, hour. I just did Cobbs. I sold out Cobbs. I love which Cobbs. I'm super excited yes. about. Yes. Um, but I'm o- also opening for like Chelsea Handler and, Fortune Theme Store yep. and Hasa Minaj and Andrew Schultz, which was awesome. I want to talk to you about that. And opening for people is really, really fun because you get exposed to like a new audience plus. And you're also working yeah. a new muscle. I mean, you're right. like in a theater. Right. <laughs> um, and by the way, they, they've been like the best. Fortune's the best. Chelsea's the best. How did you meet best. Chelsea Handler? I met Chelsea through Joe Coy. How'd you meet Joe Coy? Joe Coy messaged me out of the blue. And wow. during the pandemic, he messaged me. He was like, I found you. And I was like, what? He's like, I saw you in the back of a coffee shop. We did a show together years ago wow. in LA. He's like, and I always thought you were so funny. And I saw a clip of yours online. I was like, there he is. He's And he's like. Oh, that's so nice. Wants to like produce for me and all this other. Great. Like, he's been such a supporter. I'm always like, I, I like don't even know what to give back. You that's know what I mean? awesome. But, but it's fun for someone to get to see some. Like if you think about it, if you're in a position for it and you see someone you think is funny, isn't right. that exciting? Right. Right. Like and I he's feel, such a good guy that he right. wants to give. And it's it's fun too because it's like a way people that like to create stuff. Like you know Caitlin Plu, obviously you know Caitlin Plu. She's, she's opening for me tomorrow. So she's a comic in New York. She's absolutely hilarious. And like yeah. I remember the first couple times I saw her, I was like, "Hey, do you have this? Do you have that?" Like, and I was like, "I want to like trying to like you try to plug the person into stuff right away because you're like you're funny, and then you want to." You know what I mean? It's like I, fun for you to do too. I was like that. Well, Ethan Simmons is a comic who works at the cellar who has no social media and not like nothing. He just loves doing comedy. But I'm like, I want so badly to like, and I'm not right. even famous. I'm like, I want to make you a star. Right. Like you're so likable and fun and good looking. And like, n- like he's the best. He's the best hang. He's super funny. I was like, but he's like, yeah, I don't have a social media. I'm like, nothing. Wow. He's like, no. I'm like, no Facebook, no nothing. He's like, wow. no nothing. He's like, but I do have the social media called Mental Health. You heard of that? I yeah, know, it's a new which, social media platform. I do not have. Yeah. I so Chelsea, by the way, is one of the funniest people on the face of the planet. I've never watched any of her comedy, but I'd be very curious. She too. and also the thing about her, her hour right now is great. Great. And her, the what's what I love about her is when you talk to her one on one. Whenever you meet someone who's that famous. Mm-hmm just talking to her I'm like this is why you're famous mm. this is why people paid so much money to read your books and see you perform and watch your TV show because everything she says even just like the tone of her voice or how she interacts with people is engaging she's extremely direct too in a way that is like it's like I think it's refreshing. Yeah, it's direct to one person, but it also feels like you're talking to a friend because I watched her talk show truly the I watched her talk show a couple times. The, the only talk show I watch consistently, I don't know why the fuck this, 
was Rosie O'Donnell's. I used to watch it like every day. Oh, but, I love the, yeah, oh, the Rosie O'Donnell show was fabulous. I used to watch it. But Rosie O'Donnell had that same thing where it was like very direct, but like it felt like you were also with a friend. But yeah, I watched yeah. Chelsea Handler sometimes too. Well, Chelsea's one of those people that like doesn't play by the script. So I was right. thinking about like I started watching, since I've been opening for her, I started watching older episodes of Chelsea lately just to like oh, that's revisit fun. that. And it's like, oh yeah, like every other late night TV host, maybe not Letterman, obviously, but like Every other host seems to just like, like you could sit in front of Jay Leno and he'd be like, oh, so what's going on? You'd be like, I murdered my family. I'd be like, oh, that's great. So uh, right, 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 tell right. me about this movie. And you're and like, then, I just murdered my, right. like, that's what Howard Stern was used to say. Or Jimmy Fallon would be like, oh my God, you oh my murdered God. your family. No, you didn't. Did oh you really? Ah! Uh, I great. love murdering my family. Uh, oh my. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Um, right. Where Chelsea, where, like, she wouldn't let you get away with bullshit, right, which right. forced, and not, like, a, mean, not right a mean there. way. You but, murdered your family? Did you really? Why did you do that? Do you or you'd be like, yeah. I murdered my family. She's like, yeah, I could guess. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, I could have picked, I picked right. that up by right. your weird right. scent. The cops are outside, but before you get out there, let's get the exclusive. But I think when you make, when, and celebrities obviously knew what they were getting into going on Chelsea, but like, if you make celebrities know that they're not going to get that soft interview. It right. makes them also look more interesting. True. So you be you became yes. addicted to watching this show because you're like, what's the chemistry? It, was, it right. wasn't the same. I could tell you from today till 100 years from now what Jimmy Fallon and James Corden are going to be like with their guests. Oh, they're God. their biggest fans. Right. They know everything about them. They're friends with each other. Right. Snooze. You know who also where that made the that ruined anything hmm. because they were too much of it. They couldn't peel themselves away from being an insider. Was two people specifically, and I love. I think Drew Barrymore is a. Gr- I'm like a fan, but her talk show, so, uh-huh. and um, who is it? Busy Phillips. Did you see hers? I watched. No, but it. I just heard about her. I don't even know who she. That's how outside of this world she, I am that she, I don't even know who she is. She had. I don't actually know what she's famous for, but she had a talk show for a time, a minute on E. But it's like with Drew or Busy Phillips was like when you're in it too much and you're like just like they're interviewing the people like the way they would want to be interviewed which is like but like really like nice it's like a promo thing but that doesn't well so those types of people will always bring everything back to them so mm. like instead like a good interviewer is someone who obviously can relate to people right. but it does not you don't like they don't share their trauma and then you immediately share yours right, because right, it's right. like well you know what actually is, is a good interviewer Ellen I, is I was gonna say I actually like Ellen's interviews. Oh, El- I, mean, yeah. El- I mean, I think they're Ellen's, fun. I think Ellen's tired, but like when she was in the in that moment, she was she's great for a daytime interview. It's like it's maybe it's not like a hard hitting thing, but it's daytime. Yeah, yeah. I think that um, Kelly Clarkson's great. Never seen it. She's great. Yeah, I mean, the best really? interviewer is Howard Stern. That's like mm-hmm. the, there's no like. If hands are also about his it. hands aren't tied at all because he's on a hundred percent. Right, his own, he has you know, his own freedom. Who know what? Like I saw some interview with Steve Harvey. Where he was kind of like, he was like, I have to, I, the way I talk to people is based on like the parameters of right. the network. But I like, I want to make money. I like opening for these big celebrities because sure. the other part of it too is like, you don't know what to expect and everyone has been so down to earth. That's great. Like Chelsea's like, her assistant's like, hey, let, let us know from, what, from Whole Foods you want. We're going to get dinner before the show. And it's just like a nice, also you're with comics. Like that's right. the thing too is like once the fame thing bleeds away you're like oh yeah we're just still comedians talking being to comedians like, can this work or yeah and, and andrew schultz i opened for andrew schultz who's been so i'm very grateful for that relationship and he asked if i wanted to open for him at the chicago theater great and i was like of, so fun of course and a lot of comics were like whoa because you look at andrew's instagram and the way i mean he's mastered this mm-hmm. he is a genius of <laughs> filming him he's a genius at what yeah. he does so um 
They're like, whoa, gonna, you're going out with Schultz. Let us know how the fun is, where the party's at, blah, blah, blah. It could not have been. This is what it was. We get to, the, first of all, you get your hotel, blah, blah, blah. And his whole crew is so professional and how so nice. How big is the crew? Like five people. So it'll be, and that isn't that including the other comics? It's like Mark, Andrew, and then he has, and Mark will open the show. And then it's like, um, like a guy doing video videography yep. like on the spot they right. hire local photographers so i met this photographer he was mexican he was great we talked about where my grandpa's from his people his i think it said his family's from near that area anyway but the what i liked about it was when you get there first we walk on the stage and andrew is gets out goes into the audience and has them do a mic test and he's like i hear a humming it's from these speakers. So he does a sound check. So we, yeah, this is when no one's there, obviously. Right, yeah. right. And it's like, oh my God, I wouldn't even have thought to be like, let's right. hum. I'd be like, great, sounds good, see you right. tonight. He's bet, like, I want this, this needs to be fixed. I bet you would notice, actually, I bet you would notice. In a theater, but I didn't this, even notice then. Well, I didn't uh, go out in the, the theater, but Because the theater sound is different. You know what I mean? So I bet yeah. you would notice. I bet you would notice. Are you saying the ha ha hut's not the same right. as the Chicago <laughs> theater where I'm, where I'm clucking away? <laughs> right. Because I Watch think what that, we're, you're spill. I think what we're used to with the comedy club. It was just a little bit different. Is them acting like we're in their way. Right. So I think There's at a theater. There's very few comedy clubs where they're like, we are so grateful for you to be right, here. Right. Everyone else is like, yeah, we really don't want yeah, you Yeah, they're here. like, you know, uh, Doug, the drug addict do- dropped out because I think he dropped dead. Right, so right. we had to book you at the last minute. We couldn't get a hold of your agent. I think they were doing drugs with Doug, but we sent you a message and you came for also, $5. No Fuck ho- you. No hotel. And we're going to find the, a Klansman to open for you <laughs> because we don't care about your audience. So Also, this is totally not true. We're 100% exaggerating. I, I said good clubs don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah, talking yeah. about Denver Comedy Works, yeah, Madison yeah, yeah. State, or yeah, Cobbs. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then we go, there's like a downstairs area at the Chicago Theater, and like we brought food in for everybody. How big is the theater? And then it's 4,000 seats. Is it? It's 4,000 seats? Huge. Oh my it's God. Okay, so that is, I can, I would bet you $10,000 that. By the way, he sold out two shows. If you did a sound check in a, in a four thousand seat theater, which I think you would do once it's a, once anything is above eight hundred, you w- no, I would do a sound check. Anything above five hundred or anything like that, you'd want to do a sound check. I always did sound checks when I did colleges, where I'd be like, "How big is it?" Because you wanted you would the echo, yeah. So you would do right. it then. And I would. You would be like, but I'm Bing! just I'm just saying it's so like cool to see. It's cool to yeah, see yeah, and yeah. great. Like if I get to that level, it's, right. it would be it's good to know. Wow, four thousand people. 4, that's amazing. So that's when I opened for Louis. Sold out. Five thousand and eight thousand. Yeah. So we go downstairs and then again waiting for like when's the you know party right. or whatever. Wow, four thousand. And they're like, okay, Mateo, uh, we've ordered a bunch of foods now. We have separated into carbs, uh, uh, protein, and vegetables. Wow. So select what you want. Each one, you know, we're just dividing. Like barely any music on. Everyone's calmly talking. Right. Then Andrew up in his green room. It's like there's no, there's not even music playing. He's right. just very calmly just. And him, I just sat with him because I'm like, well, we're friends. So right. we just chatted for like I don't know, forty minutes, like having nice discussions. Mm-hmm. And he always kind of has someone maybe filming things here and there. Right. I think he's doing a documentary. And then show gets started, and it could—I mean, it just couldn't have been more. Who are the other professional. people besides the? So it's the Mark, the videographer. Then you get local photographers. Got a local photographer, and then just a couple other people, like state, like tour manager, tour manager and, you know, yeah. like the necessary. Right. Then after the show, Andrew's such a comedian. We get off stage, and he's like, "Let's discuss. Mm. What do we? How do we feel about the audience? How do we feel about their response? Blah blah blah." And I was just so taken back by like how. Because, I mean, we're not there. I'm not there. I'm not exposed to that level right. of comedy, really. Right. Now I'm watching, in a month, I'm watching Hasan Minaj 
Chelsea Handler, Fortune Feimster, and Andrew Schultz right. and Joe Coy, like how they all work. Right. And like, well, yeah, there's a reason these people are famous is because of like how professional they are. Yeah, discipline is such a huge thing too because also the other thing is, is you know, it's like there is a the demand for the material uh, it's there from everybody but with them it's like in a much more structured way so it's like it's like let's assess so we can then turn this over for this next thing for this next thing for this next thing right right so it's like it's a just a much more like stru- and then that's one thing that you know i feel like when you're coming up you have to then create that discipline for yourself it's like which i feel i do yeah i have you know evan williams is opening for me oh i think this comes out this thursday I have no idea. Well, if it comes out this Thursday, December 3rd and 4th, I'm in Lexington, Kentucky at Comedy on Broadway. So I please everyone purchase tickets. I'm in St. Paul, Minneapolis at Laugh Camp Comedy Club Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then I'm going to be doing an album in January. Are you really? Yeah, Where I'm going to film it. Where are you recording it? I haven't decided yet. I'm doing it. Um, I'm going to do it and also have like video with it. And it's going to complement the Epics one that I did. And I'm going to like, I, I've kind of been like strategizing how I'm going to put it out. I haven't decided where I want to record it yet, though. But my, it's something fun to like look for. My brother to. came to see you at Cobb's and could not stop talking to me about that how funny you were. The... He was like, Mateo, because I went to his house. I'm at his husband's house. Was that the, I think he came, whatever show he came to, I think it was the later one. I, it was the smallest, that was the smallest crowd that I had. If it was the one I'm thinking of. I'm not sure. He didn't mention the crowd. He just mentioned how funny you were. And then I was like, did you meet Emma? He was like, yeah. Yeah, we talked. And then I was like, Emma didn't even tell me that she met you. I did, didn't I? No. I think I texted you. No. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was like, oh, I didn't know if you, because neither one of you texted me that you had met each other. I think I, I think you texted me your brother was coming, I think. I texted him he was coming and you said, give me his number. I'll bring him backstage. Oh, I must have messaged. Now, did you meet, so also at my, when you were in comps, did you get to meet my cousin? No. Oh, he didn't end up finding you? What's his name? What does he look like? Tall, very handsome. I don't know. Oh. There was someone who came and said, there was someone who messaged me on Instagram saying, I'm friends with Kennedy. And Kennedy's my, my friend, who's yeah. Bob's assistant. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll just double check with Kennedy. So I messaged yeah. Kennedy. I was like, do you know who this is? And she was like, yeah, I'm friends with him. I said, okay. So I got him tickets. And then afterwards, they were just bringing up my brother and his husband to come up to the green room. I'm also exhausted. Like, And then some guy with red hair wants to come take pictures with you. And I go, I don't know if it was him or not, but I said, no. I said, I need, I get so little time with my brother. Like, yeah, this yeah, isn't yeah. like a personal meet and totally. greet. Like, sorry. Right. Fair. Totally. But the audiences in San Francisco were fucking great. I fucking love San Francisco. So they were fully open because when I was there, they still had COVID restrictions. Fully. It was wow. sold out. Wow. Mine were, seats. Mine, I think they had it at like, I don't know what capacity it was, 50 or 80% capacity. Yeah. And they everywhere was wrecked about, like my phone died so I couldn't show my Excelsior pass and I couldn't get into an Applebee's. Like it was like everywhere you went. Well, San Francisco, I mean, they had an outdoor coffee where you literally pick up and go yep. and they made you wear your mask. Right. It was like, we're all out. Like we are outside. Right. Like, mask up. I don't up. know what's happening. But, wear your helmet, um, wear a condom, keep it, be safe. Yeah, I should probably do this. But that's one. nice that it's that that they're that much more open. That's great. Yeah. Because I was only there like two, three months ago and it was pretty. Oh, and the gyms were at like very, like the hotel gym. The, gym. the hotel gym wasn't open and then there was like something and it was limited. Everything was like pretty like shut down. So I didn't go either. Um, so I've also, what I wanted to chat, am I talking too much? No, it's a podcast. Um, I started therapy, which we've talked about. 
Yeah, and you said it's going great. It's going great, but I'm at this point now where it's like, obviously I miss Kike because I miss like attachment. Sure. And that's hard to like detox, so we're not speaking. Not because we hate each other, but like we actually had a really smooth, wonderful, like adult breakup, so to speak. And, um, but I miss him every day, but I'm like also like trying to go on these like dates. Like I'll go on like one night dates, like not sex, like I'll get coffee with somebody and it's like I, I haven't been in I'm so far removed from the dating game that I'm like I think I hate everyone that's how dating is though and not hate in the sense like the guys that I went on dates with are like that went like they're all amazing but right. I hate dating right in the sense of like I met this guy the other day for coffee who was an actor and he's beautiful and like but but he lives in LA <laughs> so it's like okay well maybe we'll see each other later I went out with this other guy who's um an adult entertainer and we had the most wonderful conversations like super cerebral super funny super smart but he was like i am in a relationship and i was like god damn it like, uh, information i could have used before we had the fucking no date. but i also could have asked you know what i mean like i wasn't spe- like that was also me but it, in the sense that like if someone goes on a date you're going to assume although what i've lied about being single before so what am i talking about you, you know lied about I mean? being a whitewater rafter yeah tr- i sure did that's what i used to say well I, that's actually not true i never did that but i used to joke about saying i would lie and say that was my uh that was my hobby. But what yeah. do I, what do, I'm like, I guess my question for you is like, these dates are fun. I like the guys, but I may, I hate when everyone's like, like my therapist is like, I think you just need time with yourself. And I'm like, yeah, I don't like that answer. Right. Well, it's also like you can get time by yourself and also be like, look, because this was something I was thinking about, too, because I was I've always been like, I've been pretty hard on myself for like constantly being in relationships. And then I was thinking about it and I was talking with a friend. I was like I, about like love and companionship and i and she was like you know you keep you you do keep like trying too and she was like i mean i like because there was in college i had a girlfriend and then i was like single with like no sex for like four years which is long as i went and i liked that too and then i remember when i started dating again it was really weird because especially when you went i had that the long relationship in college and then two relationships after that so you go from like very like intimacy with the partnership to really being single so then like meeting people it's like because you're going from meeting someone to i mean it's such an intense thing to potentially be it's like we're meeting and then it's like we could be you could be my integrated person right but i think literally everybody feels that way about dating truly yeah i mean it's a, i guess because i'm such a serious person like but it almost i can't tell if like people i'm going on dates with aren't like in my mind I'm like well this wouldn't be a good match like you're just sort of like reading the expiration date or i'm comparing it too much to kike but then the right person will pierce through that sure but i'm i don't even know where to meet people yeah i i think online is where people meet people that's what I think. That's where I think it's done. I'm on that the the quote unquote. Also, having celebrity dating app in but, your area really does like it's so nice that Lexi lives ten minutes from me. Yes, that is so nice. Not ten hours. Not ten hours. And I didn't even like think about how, but it's like so fucking convenient because we'll do. It makes it very stress free. Or like I leave something at her apartment or all the fucking time. Or like there's always like something where then it's like that's just a headache that you don't have. Or like which well, is. Just nice. I've been t- so I had dinner with Rachel Feinstein, who I love, and we should have on this podcast. And um, she's a comedian based in New York. New York, and um, she was like, you know, I think at that point, if you're looking for someone to date, because I who who's I, not? Uh, how did she meet her husband? She, well, she told me she said because I, I said, how did you meet your husband? She goes, um, I, my friend set me up. 
Really? If you really want to have your friends set me up. So I texted the gayest people I know. I texted That's Bob hilarious. and Ms. Cracker. Right. And I said, because me and Ms. Cracker are constantly talking about these men. We have very have similar taste in men. No. Okay. And I was like, um, find me. Because you two are at the center of the gay universe. Right. Who do you know? Find. Right. And then Bob, who has been trying for years to get me set up with someone. He's like, I will find someone. You know, your problem is this and that and da, da, da. He's like, I'm going to find someone. The second I text him, he goes, well, I have someone who can set you up, who, who can do the setting up for you. They've had these successful, you know, setting people up. And is it a literal, is it an actual matchmaker? Kind of, yeah. Like you'd have to pay the person? I don't think I have to pay them, but I mean, huh. it's a, it's an option. But mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Then Ms. Cracker was like, I'm going to do everything. But I'm just telling people now. I'm like, right. do you know someone who would be good for me? Set me up. Right. Fair. I mean, I think that that, like, asking real... It's a bitch, too, because I... Like, I, like when people... I, New York, it's harder because there's just, like, so many fucking people that it's almost like you have less people that you're, like, super close to. Like, my... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in, when I was in Boston, I used to ha- feel, like, much more comfortable with, like, oh, you know, da-da-da, who knows, da-da-da-da-da. Well, like, see, yeah, I kind of know that person. In New York, it's, like, either I know the person really well or I don't really know. Them right. So well. But also, too, and we've talked about this before, it's like, you know, I think every homosexual on the planet is now flocked to Miami. I don't know what's happening in Miami. Every fucking gay is in Miami right now. Well, maybe every, I don't know. There's a lot of gays in Miami, and it's overwhelming. And I'm sure. Like they moved? No, they're visiting. Oh, they're They're like going and visiting. Okay. And um, they're all at these big festivals, which, by the way, I think I hate festivals. Yeah, I hate festivals. I think I just I'm I'm old. Yeah, I'm putting it out there. Yeah, my back hurts just talking. About I don't it. like festivals. Well, there's all these festivals happening in Miami. Something's I don't know something. Something's gay is, going something on. Something gay is happening in Miami. Yeah. Something gay is always happening in Miami. So all the gays are there. And, and Miami like, is fucking awesome. I well, don't know that I I don't like Miami. I love um, South Beach, but I've been there. That's my least favorite place really? in Miami. Really? It, it's I don't fit in. I love the it's weather. It's not for me. I just walked around. I mean, I love the weather. It's really healthy. And Autumn I, in the West Village is where I belong. Oh, I love me too. I've also only been, if I'm being honest, I've only spent um, two day increments in South Beach. So it's been for a layover, layover, layover show. So I've never spent a chunk of time there. But I remember, and I remember I got this Airbnb that was gorgeous for $60 a night. And that really stuck with me. <laughs> And I was like, damn. You like, are such a midtown businessman. It was businessman. such a nice. And I remember I was doing a festival. This is a long time. South Beach Comedy Festival. There's a South Beach Comedy Festival? I think it does not exist anymore. And I remember Mark Norman was doing it too. And they didn't get us a hotel. They gave us something called a travel buyout. Where they're like, here, take this money. And you can get your own accommodation. And he didn't. Mark Norman's a comic in New York. He hadn't gotten a hotel. And I was like, why not? And he was like. He was like, because I'm going to like see what where the night takes me. And I was like, all right, well, you can spend the night at my place if you ever need to. And he was like, okay. And then he, every night he found a place to go. Yeah, Mark's a good looking guy. And I, well, I said, how do you do Yeah, how do you do that? And he was like, I, you just, you, you find a way. And it was like more like a challenge. Let me just tell Sydney Washington we're filming. Does she want to be on? No, <laughs> she was just on two weeks ago. Hey, Sid. We're, we're, say hi to Inside the Closet. We're recording right now. How did your show go, Sydney? Oh my god, it was so amazing. She sold out. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. Thank thank you guys for supporting a small black business. Of course. Allies. The allies came through. Great. She's back Um, in New York because I can see her lighting, which is from the Batman and Robin's movie set from 1997. Yes, it looks like it looks like I'm doing Molly during the day, but I'm not. I'm <laughs> but yes, um, hit me, hit me, hit me when you guys are finished. Okay, sounds great. Love you much. Bye. 
Bye. I'm sorry. Back in New York. Wait, she's she's in L.A. or New York? She was in L.A. for a couple days. Okay, she, but she's still going to move out there? Yeah. Okay. Do I look tired? No. You looked down, and then you thought about it. Well, I had to think about it. You look a little dehydrated. Your eyes look tired. Yeah, actually. I am tired. Yeah, your eyes look tired. Why don't we wrap up this episode, and then we can? I want to talk about health in the next one, so then we can go into being like tired and everything in the next one. I know that sounds like a real hot topic, guys. Tired, I but I think it's well, interesting. I, I want to hear say, about health and wellness. Patty's available, so we should call him okay. now. If All right. Possible. Okay. For All the right. next episode. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to Inside the Closet. We appreciate you. We appreciate your time. I hope you are not feeling too lonely this holiday season. I know that's something that can spike for a lot of people. So just know that you're not alone. And as for me, please follow me, on Emma Wilman, on Instagram, TikTok. I am Emma Wilman, and I'm going to start posting on Facebook more regularly, depending on if this videographer intern that I am trying to talk to comes through. So and I'm you can follow it. me at Mateo Lane on Instagram, and for all my shows, MateoLaneComedy.com. Thank you guys. Starbanes Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.